Hey everyone, Dustin here from Law at Your Side. And yesterday, the governor of California issued an executive order talking about employees and COVID-19 and creating some rebuttable presumptions. So let's talk about it and let's see if you or someone you know applies for that presumption. Okay, so what I'll do is I'm gonna post a link to the actual order. So if you're a lawyer, you really wanna dig into it and read the order uh, below this video. But basically, a huge order came through and this is very, very significant for our workers here in California. Other states had enacted similar um, presumptions to employees who get COVID-19 while working. So we were sort of waiting for California. When are they gonna issue it? Are they gonna issue one? There've been a couple bills that were introduced. Um, some of the bills requested that um, essential workers maybe be covered. Some of them requested that only a subset of essential workers be covered, like firefighters and police officers and medical staff and not necessarily grocery workers. So we weren't sure what was gonna happen in California, but I am happy to say, and I'm gonna go through the criteria right now, that um, he, he, Governor Newsom issued a wide expansive order um, that's gonna help many, many employees out um, in California. The second thing that was sort of up in the air is, was he gonna create a rebuttable presumption or a conclusive presumption? I'll go into that today as well. So let's go through the criteria to determine whether someone who gets coronavirus, COVID-19, um, due to work, are they gonna be covered under this executive order? So before I get into that, one last thing. Normally in workers' comp, for someone to have a workers' comp claim, a, a compensable workers' comp claim, the burden is on the injured worker, the employee, to prove that they had a work-related injury. So if the injured worker files a claim and they do nothing and the insurance carrier does nothing and it goes to trial, technically the judge is going to say, well, injured worker, you didn't prove it. You didn't give me something, some sort of evidence to prove you were injured at work. I'm going to, you lose your case. So the, the, the burden is on the injured worker. But through the executive order, we're going to talk about today that the burden has been flipped, meaning the injured worker files the claim and the defense, the insurance does nothing, then it's going to be a presumed to be a compensable claim, okay? So first criteria, this applies to any employee in California or working through California or that applies to California jurisdiction. It's not just essential workers. Now we thought it might, is going to be only essential workers or whatnot, any employee. Now in practicality, uh, what that means, it, it usually it's going to be essential workers anyway, because most other employees aren't working. Um, so really what, what it's going to be, it's going to have the same sort of net effect for the most part, but maybe not. So if you're any employee, not just an essential worker uh, working in California, you are going to be able to um, potentially receive benefits under the executive order if you meet the other criteria, which we're going to go through as well. Okay, so any employee. Second thing. You have to be diagnosed, of course, with COVID-19, with coronavirus. Now, the key with this is you have to actually be diagnosed by a doctor. It can't be, you know, your mom saying, oh, I think you got COVID-19. No, it's got to be a doctor, an official diagnosis from a doctor, okay? And um, this diagnosis has to come within 14 days after your last date of work. So this is the one sort of loophole I think that maybe the insurance companies may try to play up, but you have to be diagnosed or tested positive for COVID-19 within 14 days after working. What does that mean? So if you are, let's say it's April 1st and you're not feeling too well and you say, can I go home? And you go home and you're home for you know 17 days and you start getting worse and then you decide to go to the doctor and you get diagnosed with COVID-19, 
you may not apply for here. Um, you know, we, we argue it different ways, but technically under the executive order, the 14 days may have expired by the time you got diagnosed or you tested positive. So uh, make sure that you get to a doctor and that you get diagnosed or test positive within 14 days after the last date that you work in order for this um, executive order to apply to you, okay? That is the third criteria. Fourth thing that must happen is you cannot be working at home. So you actually have to be working at the location of employment or like a job site or something, not at home or in your residence. If you're working at home in your residence and you get coronavirus and it hasn't been 14 days since you set foot into a actual you know, location where your employer makes you work, normally you're not gonna apply. So it does not count if you were working um, only at home, all right? Number fifth, the resumption applies for anybody diagnosed with the above criteria, which we talked about, within these two dates, March 19th through July 5th. So he issued it yesterday on um, May 6th. Yeah, May 6th. So it goes, he made it retroactive. So he made it retroactive up back all the way to March 19th, all the way through 60 days after the order, which is July 5th, I believe. So um, that's the time period um, that this rule, this presumption, this um, executive order is going to apply, okay? So if you've already been diagnosed in the past and you're like, hey, does it apply to me? If you got diagnosed and you fit all the other criteria within these dates, yes, it could apply to you, okay? So what happens if you meet, that's the criteria. If you meet all those criteria, congratulations, you have um, satisfied the criteria in the executive order. So what does that really mean? Well, remember when I talked to you earlier that you have to prove, you, the, the um, burden is on you to prove your injury happened at work? Well, what it does, it flips the burden. It creates a rebuttable presumption that you got coronavirus because of work. So it puts the burden on the insurance carrier now to come back and say, no, you didn't really um, get it at work. You got it from something else. And they have to prove that you didn't get it from work. Now, that's going to be very challenging, if not impossible, to um for them to prove um but technically it does give them that outlet and that chance to do it now as i was saying earlier a lot of people were trying to prove pr push for a conclusive presumption meaning it wouldn't just be rebuttable it'd be conclusive like the insurance company can't even say no or try to introduce any other evidence i'm glad he didn't do that because that's pushing it too far it's sort of um i think could be violating due process it doesn't give the employer their right to at least do some investigative work but the rebuttable presumption is, I think, good enough because it's gonna. How's the insurance company gonna prove that you didn't get it, uh, that you got it from somewhere else? Just as it was super hard to prove you got it at work potentially, now they have to prove you didn't get it from work. And they, what are they gonna say? You got, you got it from your family. You got it while walking down the street. How are they gonna prove that? That's gonna be very, very difficult to prove. So, rebuttable presumption in your favor. Normally, the insurance carrier has 90 days to come back and say yes, we accept the case, or no, we don't accept the case. So if you file the claim, you report the claim, they now have 30 days under this, again, specific uh, executive order. They have only 30 days to come back and to say, no, we're going to deny the claim or we're going to accept the claim. If they don't respond within 30 days, it's going to be presumed accepted. And if they come back and actually deny it within 30 days, and assuming you met all the other criteria, they better have a really good reason why they're denying it. The insurance carriers have a duty to investigate to act in good faith and make a good faith investigation. And if they come back to actually deny it, even though you met all the other criteria, they better have a really, really good reason or they could potentially um, face sanctions, penalties, and things like that, okay? 
So you get a rebuttable presumption that your case is going to be accepted in the workers' comp system. So what does that really mean for you? Well, it means you can get medical treatment paid for through workers' comp. Um, you don't have to necessarily treat through your own health insurance. Now, sometimes the practicality of it is you may need treatment right away. And by the time the workers' comp gets your claim set up and you get to a doctor, it could take some time. So maybe you just treat through your own insurance. But uh, if you have to pay out of pocket and things like that, you may be able to get reimbursement for that if you get an accepted workers' comp claim. Um, you know, that varies depending on the case and you know when you're reported and all that. But potentially, you could potentially get some reimbursement for your out-of-pocket expenses. Um, and then the second thing you would be entitled to is also temporary disability. Now, there was one, something, a specific provision under the executive order that says you don't get this right away. You actually have to use the paid sick leave. So the federal government passed something um, It's paid sick leave specifically under COVID-19. So if you apply for that, if you qualify for that, you have to utilize those benefits first. Then once those are exhausted, you can get temporary disability. So not before that, you got to exhaust, exhaust the federal paid sick leave provision that was passed not too long ago, specifically for COVID-19. Once you exhaust that, then you can get temporary disability. Um, to get temporary disability, you still need to follow all the same rules, meaning you need to have a doctor certify you and say you're temporarily disabled. So um, you can't just say, oh, I got COVID-19, but you know I feel fine, I'm doing my thing, and you know I can still work. No, the doctor has to say, you can't work because of, your, uh, because of getting COVID-19. They have to put you on temporary disability in order for you to get temporary disability. So that is the executive order in a nutshell. If someone passes away because of COVID-19, then maybe the temporary disability is not going to really apply as much. Medical treatment, maybe not as much. Of course, there may be some, some bills or whatever that are racked up. Uh, but if someone passed away and they fit all the criteria, again, they're going to have a, a presumptively compensable workers' comp claim as well. So they would get all the normal benefits you would under a normal death claim analysis, in which case you would be looking at who is dependent on them financially. There's a lot of factual things to look at. Do they have any kids? Um, do they have a spouse making under 30000 Things like that. So that's what you look for in those cases. Okay, so to just wrap it up and conclude, again, this applies to any employee um, you have to be diagnosed by a doctor with COVID-19 or tested positive. That, that tested positive should come within 14 days after your last date of work the, uh, for the employer. The work has to be at a physical location that is not your house or residence. Um, this applies to oops, all, all uh, the dates between March 5th and July, March 19th and July 5th. And you get the, I am fumbling like everything today. You get the rebuttable presumption that you actually have a worker's comp claim, um, but they can rebut it. They have to accept or deny the claim within 30 days, and that will give you medical treatment, potentially temporary disability, depending on whether you qualify for the federal sick leave and whether a doctor says that you cannot work. All right, so thank you guys so much for watching. Please subscribe to our channel. Please like this video, share this video, and uh, we hope to provide you guys more information as we go along. If you have a question about yourself or someone you know who may have got COVID-19 and have a question about some of the stuff we talked about today or the executive order, please call our office, 818-861-9675, 818-861-9675, and we'll, we'll try to help you out. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.